Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines, I write kissing books, and today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because I'm not sure if my gesture is grand enough. Let me break it down for you. I can bear and gifts. I created a workbook called The Romance Roadmap. You can find the download link in show notes. The Romance Roadmap guides you through outlining the necessary scenes that you're going to need in order to craft an unputdownable love story. We've talked about story questions here, where your character has a goal that they need to achieve by the end of the story. Remember, in a mystery, the story question is who done it? In a thriller, it might be why did they do that? In a romance, it's always will they get together? In romance novels, the story questions are often answered during the grand gesture beat. When we arrive at the grand gesture, we're at the end of the story. The sunny, fun and games have turned into a dark night, but there's a silver lining coming in the form of a grand gesture. The resolution of the dark moment is typically the climax of the story, where the hero and or heroine overcome the final obstacle and declare their love for one another, which is displayed in a grand gesture, usually by the lover who has changed the most or who had the most to lose. But honestly, I always give it to the guy because I just love to watch them beg and grovel. The grand gesture is not only a heartfelt declaration of love, it's often a sacrifice for the other person or it can be an act of bravery or forgiveness. It's intended to show how deeply they feel for their beloved. And it's often a callback to an earlier scene, likely from the fun and games. Here I go again, wanting to categorize this plot point. And here's what I've got so far. I think there can be declaration gestures. This gesture could be a simple declaration of love, especially if the hero isn't good at showing his feelings. The I love you should come from a genuine place of love and commitment rather than being motivated by external forces or social pressures. There could also be a public gesture. This type of grand gesture is often a public act meant to declare the hero or heroine's love to the world and show their commitment to their partner. There's also a rescue gesture. If one lover is in peril, then the other needs to rescue them at great danger or personal sacrifice or financial sacrifice or social standing sacrifice to their own person. Next is personalization. This type of grand gesture should be tailored to the specific needs and desires of the hero or heroine. And it should reflect that person's unique relationship in this relationship dynamic. And lastly, there's sacrifice. Similar to a rescue where the hero's life is in danger due to the action, they could willingly offer themselves up in exchange for the heroine or of course, vice versa. Let's go back to last week's example of the film, Love Actually. In David and Natalie's storyline, David, the prime minister, goes door to door in a residential neighborhood searching for Natalie. It's a public declaration, which is genuine and a humbling act with a hint of sacrifice, considering that David is the prime minister. David and Natalie's reunion is sealed with a kiss on the school stage during a nativity play, offering more of a public declaration. In the stepfather and the stepson storyline, Sam, the son, learns to play the drums to impress his crush, Joanna. 
With Daniel, the stepdad, encouraging him, Sam makes a daring run through the airport to say goodbye to Joanna before she leaves for the U.S. in a public declaration. It has the feel of a rescue because of the sprint through the airport, but the heroine isn't in any danger. It's also a testament to Sam and Daniel's growth that a bond has formed between stepfather and stepson. In Mr. Darcy's storyline... Jamie, played by Colin Firth, is the writer who falls for his housekeeper. After returning back to England, leaving her and returning to his home, Jamie realizes he desperately wants to be with her. So he learns Portuguese and travels to Portugal in a crowded restaurant. He proposes to her in a public declaration of broken Portuguese, showing his commitment and the lengths that he's willing to go to for love. For the brother and sister storyline, this story lacks a traditional grand gesture in the sense of a romantic resolution because the romance got completely interrupted. However, Sarah, the sister, and her continuous commitment to her brother, even at the expense of her own personal happiness, is a significant gesture of love and sacrifice. With Snape and his wife Karen, while not a traditional grand romantic gesture either, Harry Snape's realization of his mistakes and the scene where he returns home on Christmas Eve indicates his intent to rebuild his relationship with this woman who was his partner. Even if the outcome remains a bit ambiguous, I still would categorize this as a sacrifice, though he didn't lose anything because he threw it away. So and finally, the friendly triangle of Juliet, Peter, and Mark. Mark's iconic moment with the cue cards outside Juliet's door is the grand gesture here. Mark silently communicates his feelings, stating that he will love her without expecting anything in return. This is a personalized grand gesture. The Kira Knightley character accepts Mark's personalized message gracefully because, of course, She's going to need Sheriff Rick on her side in case the zombie apocalypse comes to London. Grand gestures are significant in romance as they heighten emotions and they often bring out resolution or clarity in relationships. They are powerful tools in a writer's arsenal to amplify the romantic stakes. If you're plotting scenes, integrating such moments can evoke strong reactions from readers. And you can see that these gestures mostly come in the form of public decorations with a touch of personalization. Want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? Try out my patient or pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at nswrites.com forward slash PTP for patient or pacing. You can also read more breakdowns and chat with others on my free Substack at anesswrites.substack.com. In the meantime, you guys know what to do. You go and get them words, and I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.